to the Inspire Educators podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our Inspire Educators. Inspire Educators, introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. It's Lila North, Educator Motivator, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. You can find me on all social media platforms at M-S-L-A-I-L-A-N-U-R. That's at Miss Lila North. My email is also MsLilaNor at gmail.com. My website is www.MsLilaNor.com. If you wanted to find me, you can find me. Just know that. I am currently an equitable grading instruction coach for Los Angeles Unified School District. I'm an implementation support specialist for CPM. And I am the next keynote speaker for your event. Okay, so that event that you're planning for the end of 2022, the beginning of 2023, 2025, it's me. Don't hesitate. I'm waiting on your call. Just go ahead and, you know, hit me up. Every episode, we like to start off with what we are grateful for. Sometimes it inspires other people to think about what they're grateful for. For this episode, I am grateful for the village, the village of people that I have around me that are rooting for me that are growing in their own crafts, the people that I'm also rooting for, the people that just make my life better, that make my life feel fulfilling. I am grateful for those people. I don't always tell them. I sometimes don't even know how to tell them because I'm weird like that, but I'm grateful for those folks. Real quick, usually we go Lila, Jay, then Chris. Jay is not on this episode, y'all. Everything is good with Jay. Jay will be back. But I don't want our listeners to be like, where's Jay? Jay is coming back, I promise you. But this is your boy, Dr. Christopher J. Childs, your favorite educator, favorite educator. And I'm probably also there, what, favorite educator. Lila, shout out there. She is on social media, like, all over the place. I got a little thing called social media, too. It's called at D-R-K-C-H-I-L-D-S, at D-R-K Childs. Hit me up. Holler at me. Tweet me. At me. DM me. All that stuff. Me. However you want to reach out to me. What am I grateful for? I am grateful for my kids, teachers, all of them. One is in middle school, one is elementary. So I can say all of them. I don't want people to listen. Like, how many kids he got? But I'm grateful for them because I give them credit. They do what they need to do to make sure my kids are well-educated and protected. So salute to my kids, teachers. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. I know you don't tell me, but you, I know you're listening to the Inspire Educators podcast. Who doesn't listen to the Inspire Educators podcast? On this episode, this is going to be the hottest episode ever, Lila. What do you think? I think so. I think this is what, you know, we've been getting a lot of feedback. I think this is what the people want. The people want this episode. A lot of people want this episode. We're going to bring you this episode. It's a simple episode. What inspires you? This Inspire Educators podcast. I know we talk about a lot of topics on here, but we rarely just talk about you. And we're talking about you, the listener, as you're driving to work, listening to this on your way to work, listening to it on the way home, just listening to it in your home, or just listening to it at school, or just listening to it, period. What inspires you? Lila, what inspires you? Oh, I see what you did there. I see how you did that. What inspires me? I get inspired. (laughs) It is crazy. It inspires me to know that I inspire other people. Sometimes the simplicity of the storytelling, right? The simplicity of just sharing what my story has been and what my journey has been. That really inspires me. It inspires me when somehow, some way, other people find and it resonates with them that they have something too within them 
that's worth sharing to the world, that they have some value to contribute to this world of education. That is so inspiring when people sit with that and I see them sit with that and that resonates with them. It floors me because I'm a person that all the time deals with imposter syndrome. And to see that other people go, yeah, you're right. Like, I do got something. I'm like, oh, okay. I was able to show you you got something. So that shows me that maybe I got something too, right? That's the first thing that comes to mind for me. What inspires me? My two kids. Like at the end of the day, if you know me outside of this platform, I guess if you know me outside of this platform, you know me from this platform. But my two kids, like it's all about them. And everything that I do every single day, I ride or die for them in creating high quality educational experiences. And when I'm in other schools and other environments, guess who is in the back of my head? My two kids. Because if it's not good enough for them, it's not good enough for any kid. And if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for every kid. So for me, that inspires me each and every day, waking up, looking in their eyes, knowing the world could be a better place. And I'm going to fight to create that better place when I'm old, 90, sitting in a rocking chair. And they're like, Daddy, what you do? I'm like, Daddy, created this better place for you. I did the best that I can. Or I can be old, 90, in a rocking chair. What'd you do? I do nothing. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm 90. I don't care. <laughs> You get one life. My thing is, are we willing to live that life? What are some words of inspiration you want to posit to the people? Like? Man, I it comes back to me thinking about what inspires me. And I think that another thing that inspires me is collaborating with really good thinking partners, really good thought partners. And I would encourage you to find your thought partners. I had one really, really good with Ashley Fernandez. We worked at two separate schools together and in two different occasions. And that by far has been one of my best thought partners that inspires me to keep creating, to keep working, to keep pushing, to keep trying, to keep thinking, to keep doing. I think a part of what will keep educators, especially in the climate we are in right now, to keep us afloat is having people that balance us, right? Because we're going to want to have the work buddy or the teacher buddy, the teacher friend that we can vent to and that we can share our woes with because they understand us. But we also need a person, it could be that same person that inspires us to do new things, to step out of our comfort zone, to, you know, go out and lead something or try something. Like that's the person that I encourage you. If you don't know who that person is already, that you should go figure that out like tomorrow, like absolutely tomorrow. And it's a good chance you may have already come across that person, especially if you've been in the classroom for even you know over a year, right? Even within this first year, you've seen people in your building. You've been like, okay, I vibe with them. I vibe with you, right? How do you gravitate towards that person more to keep you uplifted and inspired and going in this space of education that Sometimes it's really difficult to stay inspired. My inspirational piece for everybody, no matter what you're doing, some are educators, some are classroom teachers, some are administrators, some may just be in the field checking this out. At the end of the day, remember why you started. Whatever you're doing, why did you want to do it? Write that down and look at it. Look at it every day because some days are going to be great. You can be like, I love it. Some days you're going to hate it. Like, I'm going to quit. But at the end of the day, our careers are the sum total of the decisions we make every single day. And some days are going to be great. Some days are not going to be great. But remember why you started and that's going to take you a long way on your career path. Absolutely. You do have to remember why you started. You have to remember 
what really made you excited about teaching, right? And I know for me, I grew up in Detroit and I was in a summer math program from the seventh grade all the way through high school, right? And, you know, that should speak to who I am as a person, right? A summer math camp. That's what I did with my summers for multiple years in Detroit. And, you know, my experiences as a student and more importantly, my experiences in that program really made me sit down and think how excited I would be to be in front of a classroom and have students see somebody that looks like them, that resonates with them, that sits back and they can relate to. And if you've never seen me before, maybe you just see the cover of the podcast and maybe that gives you an idea. But if you don't know, I have colored locks. I wear long eyelashes. I have long fingernails and I speak, you know, how I feel like I want to, you know, um, and I don't call it code switching because I don't, it, it, no, I don't do that, right? But I think about that made me excited to be able to stand in a space and still be me, like be me completely, like my authentic Lila self and to see other kids go, oh man, like that's a real person. It's not a robot up there. It's not just this person, you know, coming up here and pulling these lessons out and getting the job done and then the bell rings and it's over. Like that's a person with feelings and beliefs and a story and a past and a present and a future and things that make them laugh and a personality that they can connect to and that they can hopefully be inspired by. Like that's always got me excited. And when I start to slip, I always go back to the person I envision myself as. And I know obviously once I got in the classroom, I realized, okay, girl, you was watching a couple too many movies, right? Um, or, you know, some of it was, you know, far off into the stratosphere as far as what we can actually do, right? Or what's actually possible or, you know, some of my limitations or parameters or what teaching really looks like, you know, because this was my vision back in high school. But I go back to that little girl that had this picture of herself in front of that classroom teaching math to kids. And I have to always bring myself back to how happy that made me and how inspiring that was and how giddy I was to get there and to do this thing called education. That's what I constantly try to go back to. Of course, yes, what was my purpose? But who did I envision myself as in front of? Because everybody did. Every single person listening had a vision of themselves in the classroom because we all envision our jobs, right? Whether we were applying for it or we already got it, you have a vision of yourself in a job. Who was that person? And how do you get in contact with them again? Man, do you all see why Lila Noor should be your next speaker? I'm over here Don't taking notes. <laughs> hey, we got to go to this inspirational moment at this point, because to our audience, we want to keep it short. We want to keep it sweet. And we just want to keep inspiring you all. Cause I know it's a lot going on. I know some days you want to give up. I know some days you want to quit, but hang in there. One more thing, one more. That's all I ask. One more day, hang in there. One more day. Tell yourself that every time, one more day, I promise you there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's light at the end of the tunnel, which leads to the inspirational moment. This is an inspirational moment part two, essentially, from this episode. 
Lila Noah. Oh, man. I learned another word, and that word is alasia or alasia. And the definition of that word is the fear that you're no longer able to change. And I sometimes find myself in those spaces where I'm in a rut and I felt like there's no way out because the classroom looks like this and I'm doing this and COVID and my bills and my family and my mom and my this. And it seems almost impossible to get out of it. And then I also think that I'm here because of me, right? I'm a person I really feel and believe that I always, no matter what the situation is, I have to sit back and think about my responsibility in that situation. And sometimes I get to a space where I'm like, man, Lila, you just suck. That's why you're here. <laughs> like, you did this. It's because you don't know how to this and you do too much of that and you don't know how to blank and blah and blah and blah and negative self-talk negative self-talk but i want to encourage you that if you ever get to that space remember that there's no such thing as the inability to change that phrase you can't teach no dog new tricks is false (laughs) it doesn't apply i've seen people learn new things in which they go i know i can't do this i can't do it i won't do it everybody has the ability to change when they feel that inspirational moment to do so. And when you feel that moment, you jump on that moment and you go with that moment. Whatever the results are, it doesn't matter. Just keep leaning into those moments and knowing that you can change for the better. Things can be different and you can still make a difference in your classrooms, in your schools, in your districts, in your states. It's completely possible. So continue to believe it's possible. And with that, this has been the Inspire Educated Podcast. Check us out on the next episode. Until then, we OUT. We out of here. We are.